0: What's going on, guys? Welcome back to Let It Grow Investing. I am Jeff, and thanks, as always, for stopping by Uh, here to get a little bit of market update as to what's going on out there, and maybe when we could potentially see some relief from this uh, this sell-off and all this. Oh, all this negative news out there. But uh, that being said, we've got uh, a bunch of descript- uh, links in the description to get started if you were looking to open an account of your own for uh, you know for crypto or for stocks. Uh, we've got Webull for fractional shares, E-Trade as uh, my full uh, purpose broker, and then I use Crypto.com for most of my uh, my crypto trading anymore. Um, you know, and since last time we did have a crypto sell off overnight, Sunday night into Monday morning. So that has been getting beaten down. We had uh, some more sell side pressure on stocks, uh, on Monday and, uh, you know, it was a, another rough day and, you know, hopefully we can start getting to the bottom of this market, but, uh, no one is going to be ringing a bell saying, Hey, this is the bottom. This is when we need to buy. So ultimately dollar cost averaging in over uh, a longer period of time is probably going to be your best way to build a position while, uh, you know, buying at the low, but then again, buying as, uh, as things come up and not just betting it all at one time. Uh, that's how you're really going to build a position for long-term wealth and, uh, ultimately give you a little bit more safety as well. So, you know, that being said, that's what I started doing. I, uh, mentioned last time that i had a a couple dollars coming in and you know i uh i did do some buying on tuesday we had a green pre-market and uh, things were looking like they were going to open up Uh, so i went ahead and set some buy orders on some of my favorite high conviction names that's what i'm looking to buy right now i don't really want a lot of things that are uh, out of favor i want some things that are beaten down but they really don't deserve to be uh, so we'll, uh, we'll take a look at what I bought, but, uh, what the market ended up doing was opening up and then there was some announcements out of the white house and, uh, that brought things back down into the red and, uh, my, my buy alerts basically just started chiming like I was at the fair, uh, just ding, 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 you know, it felt like a one something, but, uh, ultimately it just meant that the whole market was going down and I was buying, it was at my, uh, that wasn't a buy that was just my phone uh but i started buying a lot of these different uh, names that i was looking to purchase a lot of those uh limit orders did trigger i still got a couple open but uh, i was really setting my prices off of where they had been after three red days of uh, pretty high selling and then i thought we were going to get this bounce on uh, on tuesday but ultimately, that kind of fizzled out, and I think we closed uh, pretty mixed. It wasn't uh, you know too too bad or or too great de- depending on what you were in. It was pretty much flat across the board. And then uh, same thing for Wednesday. You know, I'm recording Wednesday now, and uh, you know there was definitely some mixed opens, and then we ultimately went lower, went higher, and now we're back in the red. So. Uh, what did I buy and uh, a couple names that we've we've talked about quite a bit things that uh, I already had a position in and I was looking to either build that position or average down. Uh, so I bought, uh, bought some Blackstone, bought some Nvidia, uh, Citibank, PayPal, CrowdStrike, which is probably a little bit more out of favor, but I'm still in that, uh, you know, cybersecurity type play. So I still think that one is decent uh Qualcomm uh liked the the PE on that one bought some more visa you know they had a great quarter i think they were trading at like 215 to like 220 after uh they had announced their, their earnings and i went ahead and bought at uh 192 uh bought some starbucks you know they've still been dealing with a lot of problems with uh unionizing and and problems in china but uh, ultimately, I think they, they did have a decent quarter, and I think that they are going to be a good long-term winner. So I added to that, um, added some Microsoft, added some JP Morgan, added some Disney, which I think they're going to report this afternoon, but I uh, did go ahead and buy some of that. And uh, ABR, uh, Arbor Real Estate. So added to that one as well. Um, so I got definitely got some money in there, and uh, I hope we're, we're getting closer to that low. Uh, I think we've got to be closer to the to the low than uh than what the p- potential upside is. So I started buying some of these names. Uh pretty mixed as to whether they're dividend names or not. But uh ultimately ones that uh I already had a position in, some of them like I said were, were averaging down and other ones I just felt were going to be a good uh good play at a good time and uh th- names like Qualcomm and Visa, they they're kind of getting punished for, for no real reason. Uh, NVIDIA, same s- story there. Uh, so that's what I've been doing. And, uh, ultimately, you know, I, I think we gotta, you know, kind of draw a line in the sand and say, Hey, look, when, when is this going to turn around and ultimately where do I want to be? And, uh, some of these names just made sense for me. Some of them like, like city being at, at above a uh, 4% dividend, Blackstone I think I was at about a five and a half percent dividend And uh, some of the other ones just ended up making sense So, you know, that's that's some of the moves I made. I still got uh, some buy orders open on google Uh, I did set that one a little bit lower And uh, what else do I got? Uh, Let's take a look. Uh, just a couple shares of facebook And if uh, if those trigger Uh great and they will be long-term names for me, but uh did want to say that, uh, well, CPI came out today. The inflation numbers, uh, the month over month, we did trend down. Last month was 8.5%. This month is 8.3%. Uh, so it is down from last month, but we were expecting it to be lower. We were expecting 8.1%. And, uh, you know, we came in two tenths higher. So, in one side of the thing, you, you know, one side of the story, you're looking at uh, an inflation number that may have peaked. So that's a good story, but we wanted more. We wanted it to come down, uh, you know, to be right above 8%. And uh, we're still seeing, you know, pain at the pump. I think national gas prices have gone up about 20 cents. Um, you know, within the past couple days here, I think I just paid four thirty nine for regular. And, uh, you know, diesels, oof, man, diesel, I feel bad for those guys like running uh, big trucks across the country. Uh, I think it was about five seventies about the national average right now, so those uh, those prices are still definitely hurting, and that's going to affect everything that you know shows up in a store, or gets delivered to your doorstep. So uh, th- those prices certainly hurt. Um, but uh, Ford went ahead and sold off some uh, Rivian stock. You know they they invested a long uh, while back into the Rivian IPO, which I actually just saw my first Rivian uh, electric truck here on the East Coast. And, uh, you know, just drove by real quick. Didn't really get to take a look at it or anything. Just finally saw one on the road. But uh, they did go ahead and sell off, I believe it was 8 million shares. Let's take a look at this article here on Yahoo Finance. Uh, yep, sold 8 million shares of uh, EV maker Rivian for $214 million at uh, 26 dollars apiece. I think this one IPO'd in the 70 range. Um, so they they definitely took a loss as to where it uh, IPO'd. I don't know their cost basis on these shares, but uh, they still do own 94 million shares, ten and a uh, half percent stake in uh, in Rivian. So you know we'll we'll definitely see where this one goes, and uh, we'll we'll see. You know I think they're one of the first EV trucks to market, so hopefully they can get some things going well and uh, ultimately we'll we'll see where this one goes i did just get a an alert that uh tesla is looking to um you know invest into a uh a plant that is making lithium and now i can't even find that uh, that article but they're looking to spend some money uh buying into a company that's making them the, the uh, mineral or making the batteries and ultimately they don't want to go ahead and mine their own it looks like they want to buy into a company that's already doing it and uh kind of have that that close-knit relationship with another company So that one definitely makes sense and uh, yeah, so i'm sure abml is going to have some Uh, some problems there. We'll see how that works. You know, that one has been trending lower Uh, I said if it got back out down into that, uh, 90 cent range I'd be buying. Um, the only problem with that is there's so many things that are so low that uh I found a couple better values right now for me. So I'm going to sit tight on my ABML position and ultimately look to, to bump up some of these other ones that I just talked about. Um, and that being said, I did go ahead and buy some crypto, uh, bought some, just some more Bitcoin, Ethereum. And uh, ultimately they're just ones that I want to build these positions in. And as it sold off, I thought this one would be a, a good place to to go ahead and get some more shares into the uh, the crypto space and i was able to lock up some more ethereum at four percent uh so i'm getting four percent uh i'll call it a dividend or interest on the uh the coins that i have uh staked for earnings purposes so that's kind of the moves i'm making right now i know there's uh there's some more potential downside uh i'm just thinking we're getting closer to that bottom as some of the selling in the past couple days has a kind of you know, like I said, you know, we've gone green, red, green, red. Some of the sell-offs since Monday have been uh, a lot less. Uh, after some of that, uh, what, what just seemed like a nosedive of a day, and then we ultimately had some some buyers actually show back up on Tuesday and Wednesday. So I'm kind of thinking we're we're getting closer. And you know that S and P at that that four thousand level, we're below it right now. But uh, it's at 39.70. That was kind of a line in the sand. And the the NASDAQ fell through all those levels of support that we were looking at. in the 12,000 range, we're at 11.4. And, uh, you know, the Dow is down, you know, 31.9 at the moment. So everything is kind of falling through that support. Um, I don't know that we're in any more of a free fall. And uh, for me, it was just time to get some of this money to work. So that's what I went ahead and did. So, um, yeah, let me know what you guys think in the uh, over on Let It Grow Investing on Facebook as to what your plays are, what you're buying, what you're thinking to do. And uh, ultimately, if anything looks uh, like a great opportunity to you, um, you know, these are the ones that looked uh, like a position where I wanted to be adding plus get some dividends rolling in. Uh, So that's what I did. But uh, yeah, let me know over there. And uh, I'm going to take a quick break and we're going to come back and talk about uh, some of the other things going on in the market right now. So stick around. All right, we are back here. So uh, if you could do me a huge, huge favor and make sure to like, subscribe and share, I would uh, definitely appreciate that. We're trying to build a community of like-minded investors over on Facebook at uh, the Let It Grow Investing page. So if you could do that, I would greatly appreciate that. Uh, if you want to comment on the uh, the uh, podcast as well, that also helps get us uh, bumped up in the algorithms. And if you really want to go above and beyond, you can uh, donate to the podcast for as little as ninety nine cents a month, and that is over at uh, anchor.fm letitgrow slash Let It Grow. But uh, that being said, you know we've uh, we've been watching a lot of the different ETFs out there. Specifically, we've been watching Ark K A R K K. And, uh, you know, this is one that has been, uh, was kind of a pandemic darling. It really did well through the pandemic. Uh, you know, at the start of the pandemic, it dropped into the 30s, and then it was just on a tear. You know, everything that uh, RK has in their in their fund happened to work well for the pandemic plays. All the, you know, sign where you're signing stuff from home, or teledoc where you're, um, you know, just calling in, or... To a, to a doctor or Zoom where you're doing, you know, the, the virtual meetings and all that. Uh, and then you had, you know, companies like Zillow and, uh, you know, a, a bunch of those different plays that people were looking for new homes. They were looking for places to stay. Airbnb was one of them, which was kind of limited, but people wanted to change the scenery. They wanted to work from another home. Uh, so there's a lot of different names in that fund that really worked well. So we had hit a pandemic low of like $38, and then ultimately we went up to about $150. Uh, now, uh, looking at it today, we are back down where we started at that pandemic low, which is uh, it's it's hard to see. It's definitely uh, hard to know. What's going on? I think that personally I think it's a little too low. I don't I don't think that these companies have really fallen off the face of the earth. I still think that there's people that need these companies, you know, TeleDoc, DocuSign, Shopify, Spotify, all the different companies we've come to kind of know and love. Yeah, they might have gotten pulled a little too far forward too quick, but uh, I don't think we're we should see these companies at pandemic lows again. Now, I'm not saying hey, go out and buy it. You know, It's a screaming buy or anything like that. But I do want to point out that uh, I think we are getting to the point where we are oversold when we're meeting pandemic lows on companies that have come a long way since that time frame. But uh, one that uh, I'm not even sure if this one's in ARKK. I believe it is. I believe Kathy was adding uh, Coinbase to it was either ARKF, which is the ARK uh, FinTech or the ARKK. It's probably in both. But um, yeah, this is another one that uh, as crypto is getting beat up more and more and, uh, you know, Bitcoin's really not being a hedge to uh, inflation the way we thought it might be. We're seeing a lot of people sell out of crypto. And uh, I'm actually seeing people start selling crypto whales or maybe not even whales, but crypto millionaires that are now selling some of their toys to go ahead and buy the dip which uh, is kind of crazy but uh, i've I've seen it pop up on a couple different car groups a couple different crypto groups that people are selling uh things that are uh tangible assets to in order to get more crypto as uh you know the the dip and the dip buying is here so that being said coinbase had ipo'd at a price of 381 dollars uh, I did get in uh, shortly after that. I probably got in at uh, like 325, 330, I forget. But, um, you know, I had visions of this one running up to 450, and I was going to do a swing trade. I did get out. I cut my losses probably 8% down. And um, I, I'm very glad that I did that at this point in time, because since, uh, since those highs, and uh, those were back in October we were at $357. Uh, actually, in, in November, we hit $368. Uh, so we have fallen quite a ways. And even on week 19 in the investing challenge, I was looking at this one as it went sub uh, probably 100 at that point or one, probably 115, 110, something like that. We were looking to add this one because I thought it had fallen too far. Well- sometimes you don't know when that bottom is. And this one, oh boy, continues to fall down today, another 27% down to a share price of $53. Okay. This one has been brutal for all the reasons I just said, you know, crypto is, uh, trading low. There's problems all around the world. Bitcoin's not a a hedge right now, uh, against inflation. And, uh, there's a, a lot of people saying that these fears with crypto and Coinbase are greatly overblown. But uh, that being said, like, I don't think it's at that point where I'm rushing out to buy Arc or I'm rushing out to buy, out to buy Coinbase. <clears throat> you know, why is that? Well, one, as I said before, I want to get into these names that are my highest conviction, rock solid, grade A companies right now. Those are the ones that I think could rebound uh, quick. And they're also going to be a little bit more stable versus some of these other companies that, uh, you know, we could take a look at it now and it, you know, it's, it drops another 27% it could do the same thing tomorrow. We really don't know where the bottom is on a company like Coinbase versus a company like McDonald's or Visa. We kind of have some history as to what they do, how they trade, and also who's rushing out to buy you know uh, a burger or if they need you know something they're going to use their visa we kind of know what's going to happen there we don't really know what's going to happen through to crypto in a down uh, market or in a recession we're not sure are people going to stay around are we ultimately going to have a crypto winter is it going to be you know kind of the dark ages and then we're going to maybe pop out of this in 2024 2025 so we're not too certain about that so my point is I want to accumulate those grade A companies while they are on a dip, while I am, you know, very comfortable with the the PE and and the price and the growth and all the the forecast that they have. Uh, I don't think that I can trust Coinbase's uh, outlook as to what the next six months or twelve months or e- even the next month brings. So I uh, I definitely feel with Arc and Coinbase, they could, you know, flip really quickly. And they could go up that 30, 40, 50%. But at the same time, I feel like we're going to have a longer uh, window on these to accumulate them at a cheaper price versus those high quality grade A names that uh, we really want to build our portfolio around. Now, Coinbase, great for speculation. Um, You know, a lot of these small growth companies are great in that speculation route. But as I've said before, you don't want to bet the farm on these high speculation names. You really want to have, uh, you know, just some just some play money in these names. And that's kind of what I was doing when I entered a position to try to swing trade it. It wasn't even a percent of my portfolio. It wasn't a a big move on my part. It was kind of something I was doing, uh, thinking that the crypto space was going to run up higher as more and more hype was, you know, kind of being brought to it from uh, some of the different IPOs, some of the different coins coming out. And uh, in different news out there at the time. So my point there is you definitely want to make sure you're in the right place. You're buying the right names at the right time. You know, Coinbase does have uh, some positive earnings. They're earning about $14.50 a share. The PE is crazy cheap at a 5.7 times earnings. That's definitely cheap. But then you get to the beta. The beta is a two and a half, which means it's uh, one and a half times more volatile or 1.5 more than average to the uh, S&P. and p normally trades at about a 1 beta. So a 2.5 is is going to be more volatile than a 1. Uh so all those things put together and not ultimately knowing where this one's headed, uh I'm sure there's going to be some more uh downgrades on the stock. Um currently and well I did pull this up earlier but now I'm I'm logged out but uh the uh the analysts do have a lot of upside on this one. And we really want to wait until a lot of these different, um, price targets come in, you know, so there's, there's been some different buy targets in the past. And sometimes when you're looking at that analyst research, you're looking at numbers that are two, three, four months old, and you really want to take a look at the the most recent ones and, uh, and let some of them get baked in. There's, I think more sellers, and there's really not as many buyers running to, to these growth companies right now. So if you buy, you might be uh, in the next wave that gets caught when uh, when the sell side pressure comes. So just definitely make sure that, you know, like I said, the, the upside on this one, if I told you the numbers, you would be rushing out to buy it. It's at a five times PE, and it's got 308% of upside, uh, according to analysts right now, for a price target of $219. But you really have to look at the underlying conditions uh, political, you got to look at what's going on with this company, what's going on with crypto, uh, as well as ARC. You know, there's definitely going to be some winners in that fund. But uh, at the same time, you really have to pick and choose which ones are going to work for you or understand uh, what that fund is and where you need to be buying it at. So take all those things into consideration before you go buying any name. And, uh, you know, like I said, I, I did do some buying, I'm very comfortable with those names. And uh, ultimately, I do think that they will do well long term. Um, but, you know, some of the high growth names, I, I do think we have a longer window to buy those. Sure, they they could fly up uh, overnight, but um, uh, I think that window on those is going to be a, a lot longer for us to accumulate those shares at a discount if there is a name that you really believe in long term. So that's what I got there. I hope that helps you a bit uh, in trying to decide whether you want to buy into some growth names right now, or ultimately if you're going to wait and, uh, and let that selling, uh, subside and then maybe see some green days before going ahead and getting back in. Uh, so that's what I got there. And then we're going to get back over to the, uh, the investing challenge. We are on week 20 here. So we have been looking at energy, energy stocks as uh, energy has been the winner here in the past, uh, Year, year and a half at this point, that has definitely been a play that has been working. The uh, the Russian-Ukraine conflict and uh, the European Union uh, ultimately not really accepting too much of the, uh, the Russian oil and gas is going to have these prices elevated for longer, which ultimately means that these uh, oil and gas companies should do well for the foreseeable future. And it's funny because a couple of years ago, we thought that the oil and gas trade was dead. And uh, now it seems to be the, the hottest thing on the street. So we do have five names, as we always do. Um, two of them are going to be in electric or wind solar uh, type plays. And those two are going to be uh, Hannon Armstrong, which is H-A-S-I. And then we have Next Era Energy, which is N-E-E. Uh, And then we have a uh, Canadian uh, pipeline company, which is going to be Enbridge ENB. Uh, Then we go to a uh, a major player, which is going to be Chevron CVX. And then the last one is going to be Enterprise Partners, which is uh, EPD, Uh, all of which pay a dividend. We've got some that are yielding up to, uh, I think Enbridge is probably, EPD is going to be higher than that. Let's take a look here. I believe Enbridge is probably around 6%. Uh, EPD is about 7%. Chevron, let's take a look. We've got uh, 3.5%. And uh, PE on that is 15. So that's not too bad either. Next era is probably going to be the cheapest or the lowest dividend payer, I should say. Uh, 2.4% does have a PE that's pretty high at 95 times. And then we've got uh, Hannon Armstrong, is based out of my home state of Maryland and they are out of Annapolis. They do wind solar. Uh, they are a REIT, they do own the land and uh, do uh, different solar farms and things like that. But they are a 3.8% dividend yielder, uh, 29 times earning. But we would need to dig into the uh, free cash flow or funds from operations in order to check this one out. Good amount of upside on that one right now with a, uh average price target of $61. And currently the price is 36. So that's the five names I got for you guys this week. Uh, They're all going to be energy plays. They're all going to pay a dividend. The lowest is still going to be above the S&P average. And uh, I think they're all ones that uh, could really serve us well going forward. There's certainly some other utility names that I thought of adding in there. Uh, Companies like Dominion or um, Southern. Those were different ones that uh, came to mind. Uh, even Devon Energy was on the the short list. Marathon was on the short list, but uh, ultimately, I thought these gave us a little bit of mixture of electric, uh, pipeline companies, and then we had you know the the total market players in the name like Chevron. So that's what I got. Please go over to Let It Grow Investing on Facebook, get your votes in, and uh, we will see what we'll be what we will be buying uh, this coming Monday. And uh, we did add AMD to the portfolio for last week, and uh, hopefully that one does does great things for us as well. I will take a look at the uh, the Weeble portfolio here and see how we are doing. I know we had got pretty much back to to flat, but um, you know since we have had some major sell sell side pressure, so we have traded down, and uh, we are currently down eighteen percent. So that is just a, a sign of how quick this market can uh, turn on you because it was probably uh, three, four weeks ago when we got back to about even. So we are currently down, but uh, we're going to keep buying through these dips and we're ultimately trying to outpace the uh, the market for the, uh, for the year. And I definitely think that the second half of the year, once these different uh, problems get baked in, some interest rate hikes get baked in, the... Uh, the inflation numbers start to go back down to where we want them around that two percent rather than the eight point three that we're at. Hopefully we will see some uh, some numbers, some stock prices head back in the way that we want them going. But uh, with that being said, I just want to make a friendly reminder that uh, a goal without a plan is just a dream. So uh, plan out what you want for your uh, portfolio. Write it down, make it happen. So let's get out there, get invested, and let it grow. Take care. As always, thanks for stopping by. Please make sure to like, subscribe by turning on the notification bell, and sharing this podcast to help our community grow. Check the links in the description for offers on ETrade, Binance, and crypto.com to get your investing journey started. You can also help support the podcast on our anchor.fm webpage. Until next time, let's get invested and let it grow.